Blog Talk Radio. They said you wouldn't make it so far. And ever since they said it, it's been hard. But never mind the night you had to cry. Because you had never let it go inside. You worked too hard. You know exactly what you want and need. So believe. And you can never give up. Welcome. You are listening to Get Into It with Tina Conroy. I am your host on Blog Talk Radio. The phone lines will be open. That number is 516-387-1936. Also, the chat room is open. And to go to the chat, go to blogtalkradio.com, find my show, and chat away. Well, hello and welcome, July 15th. We are rolling through summer. How is everybody doing? It is a new moon. Today is a new moon. I feel like every time we speak, it's a new moon or a full moon, but today is a new moon. So happy new moon. New moon is about projects, about starting something new, about creating and transforming. And this is all that we've been talking about a lot on the show. I am so excited. Can you hear it? I am so excited like a child because I am going to have the best time, and I know all of you will as well. When I talk to my guests, and we were speaking a couple times already. It is just building the enthusiasm. We are going to have a treasure hunt. Yes, a treasure hunt, a virtual treasure hunt, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you are listening live, it is fantastic. You can listen again and again and also share this show with children because it's all about children and intuition and all our intuition and exploring. Before we go there, I would love to center with everyone So take a moment, and if you can, close your eyes. If not, be still. Take a nice, long, deep breath in, and exhale away. As we call upon the angels, spirit guides, and our intuition to direct us, to support and surround us, I surround each and every one on this call, listening live or on the recording, to bless each and every one, to know that we are enhanced with our intuition. That is not for some people, it is for everyone. And as we create this and build this muscle, we are creating beautiful miracles in our life each and every day. Feel free to place any intentions that you have. And then we say thank you, thank you, thank you, angels and spirit, for being with us today as we open more to our intuition. And so it is. Well, it has been a very 
fantastic few days for me, and I just have to share that with all my listeners. I just got back from Orlando National Convention for Take Shape for Life. You know, I've been on this transformation journey, and I'm sharing it with you. I met new friends, and yes, at my age, 47, I can still make new friends. Isn't that amazing how we can make new friends? Friends that are just in town, just close to my town that I never met before. And I have to tell you, it was just so uplifting and fun and joyful. And although we learned a lot and we were in a lot of workshops, it was all about really learning and helping each other and sharing. And we got close and we got connected as health coaches to transform not only our lives, which we continue to do so every day because it's a work in progress, but to transform other lives. So I just had to share that with you. It was a very first experience for me to be on a so-called business trip with 5,000 health coaches and taking Take Shape to Life to a new a new era. So I will be speaking about that on some more episodes later in the year. But let me tell you a little bit about my guest, because I'm so excited to bring her on. Ellie Molina, founder and CEO of Psy Kids, has appeared on NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox affiliates across the country. Ellie began working in the psychic realm in the late 80s. She is a leading expert in children's psychic and intuitive development and the author of the forthcoming book, PsyKids, Teaching Children How to Access, Develop, and Trust Their Intuition. She is also the author of Annabelle and the Domino, an illustrated children's book about a young girl who learns telekinesis. Ellie is passionate about demonstrating how to use psychic and intuitive abilities in our daily lives. Ellie holds a master's degree in linguistics and has taught children and adults for more than three decades. Ellie provides intuitive consultations, visionary coaching, and conducts workshops and classes. Her classes are geared to developing children's intuitive and psychic ability. She has created a successful children's program known as Your Child's Powerful ID, Intuitive Development. Ellie is dedicated to helping children and adults develop and utilize their intuitive abilities, whereby enhancing experiences of everyday living and forging new realms of possibility in human potential. Learning to use our intuition, one of our untapped human resources, is our birthright, says Ellie. Intuition has recently been emerging into mainstream society as an important ingredient in what we consider genius, and it is a subtle guide to enhancing our daily living. She has created Psy Kids to bring it into mainstream culture and had everyone learn to use it as reliably and naturally as our other senses. So without further ado, I would love to bring Ellie on the line. Well, hello, Tina. Ellie. Hi. Hi, Hi, thank you so much. That was such a beautiful introduction. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and a beautiful meditation. Thank you. You're welcome. I, <laughs> I'm also very, very thrilled to be here today and to share what I'm doing, what I've been up to, and what's going to be happening. So I just want to tell you, since you've already explained and, and shared with everyone on the line what I've done and who I am, I'm not going to go into any of that. But I am going to go into um, how, in hindsight, I see how I developed Kids. I was reading an article by Justine Musk, the former wife of Elon Musk, and she she said to somebody who asked a question about how to become 
um, become a multimillionaire was really her quest to the kids' question, and she responded by saying, you know, choose one thing and become a master of it. Choose a second thing and become a master of that. When you become a master of two worlds, say engineering and business, or in my case, education and psychic abilities, you can bring them together in a way that will, A, introduce hot ideas to each other so they can have idea sex and make idea babies that no one has seen before, and then, B, create a world where they can speak both languages, connect the tribes, mash the elements to spark fresh creative ideas and insight until you wake up with a, an epiphany that changes your life. And I read that and I said, whoa, that's what happened with Psy Kids. I had taken years of teaching, my background in education, my personal experiences as a psychic, um, how I would interweave that during the classrooms when I could and in the classes, and then voila, Psy Kids was born. And this is just the perfect venue right now to really teach children and their parents how to work with kids so that we can all access our intuition and our psychic abilities, all of our psi abilities, as easily as we can use all of our other five senses. Because these abilities are inherently in us. They're there. We're just not using them fully on a daily basis all the time. So I kind of see us as human satellite dishes walking around and we're gathering information from all sorts of senses, but our brains are just not able to process them quickly enough for us in our beta brain, which is a much slower, a much faster way of thinking. That's when we're cognitively thinking and it's where we're in our, our daily activities and we're not in that relaxed state where we're receiving all of that information, but yet the information is all coming to us. So now we've just got to start to learn how to access that again. And uh, children are really, really able to access it very quickly because they're in an alpha state, which is the brainwave state that is a much slower state, and this is where we go as adults when we meditate and we go into the zone. That's when we're, we're trying to we get into alpha at that stage, and yet children are naturally there until about, oh, almost age 11 when they start going into the, um, into the beta brain. So it's real simple for them to get there, and they just need a little bit of education, a little bit of guidance, and that's what I do. I work with the parents to teach them how to get their children to be able to tap into that, which they naturally do, and then, of course, have children start to develop it, just as you said before, develop this muscle so that they get really good at knowing and trusting their intuition and being able to make choices then that are appropriate for them and be confident with themselves and in their lives with the choices that they make. So that's just a little bit of what I do. And it's a lot. And we're and I love I and it's a, it's a little but it's a lot and it's breaking through barriers which I love because when I designed the show a year ago and I came up with get into it and the play on words, it was truly to do allow everyone to know that they have intuition and that we can all access it and create it in all these areas of our life. You know, uh, you know, from a stockbroker to a nurse to a healer to a teacher, you know, we all have it to enhance. And I love the whole idea of going more mainstream with children because, like you said, children are so open as it is, but really developing it and allowing the gap of the, of the parents to accept it. 
right? So I would think, so maybe we'll just mm-hmm. touch on that briefly. Is there, I mean, I know we're we're moving into this whole new age, and I find it more and more for myself. I mean, I was, you know, we talked about this, Ellie. You know, it's hiding in the spiritual closet. Like, I do angel readings. Oh, no, you know. And as we start to come out ourselves and we can say the word psychic, um, it, it's still, it's you know, there's still these, there's these little mm-hmm. connotations, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you find that you have to work on the parents a little bit to accept this part of education for children, or where do you think we are? Uh, we're still we're still coming out of the closet, but thankfully we are in a very very different space than we were uh, 10 and 15, even 20 years ago. Much different. I'm seeing a real big, big shift right now. It's taken the and, you know for those people who are familiar with the mindfulness movement, mindfulness is a form of meditation, but it's actually just becoming consciously aware of the fact that we have an awareness and once it's been maybe 20 years already since some of the schools have been working with and introducing mindfulness into the public school system and private school system and now that mindfulness is becoming um, more mainstream than ever the work that we're doing is an extension so mindfulness has paved the way because mindfulness gives us access to the psychic realm and so the mere fact that lots of schools and the buzzword is mindfulness is out there this is a great beginning because now it's telling teaching children how to quiet their minds how to listen to the voice within not the noise within but the the voice of the soul the voice of the spirit and this mindfulness movement is rapidly helping us um, get to the point where we can now say okay we're going to take it one step further now watch now that we have mindfulness we're going to teach you that not only can you be still not only are you um responsible for yourself and you can access your own stillness and you can quiet and you're not your emotions and you're not all you're not all of those things that you think you are now you can start to take this and access it one step further now you can make decisions based on an internal knowingness because you know that you can trust this now you can see which choices might take you there you're able to accept the information that is being sent on very very different levels through the subconscious mind and you're able the children are able now to learn how to use this information that is coming up and not ignore it or say, nah, that's not right, nah, that can't be, nah, nah, okay. So rather than invalidate, start to learn how to use this. And now we're just, we're at the tip of the iceberg of learning how to do this. And um, just having, you know, I'm going to go off to a little bit of a tangent right now, but not really. People ask me a lot of times, why? Why do this? And so one of the answers that I give is because so much is possible for our human potential and our human development and the collective consciousness of the planet. We know, you know, you and I know, and many, I'm going to say most of the listeners here know that we are all connected. And I love to use the Avatar film with the children because that's a visual that they can really understand. Yeah, we're all plugged in to something greater. We are all connected. And so when we understand that we're all part of a greater collective consciousness and that we're not just ourselves, these identities running around, what can happen is that we can start to understand uh, compassion and empathy, and children can start to learn this. So it kind of starts taking us out of the spaces of bullying and being fearful and creating um, all kinds of 
things that kids do in school when they're in that fear space because they're in their identity. And all of that starts to go away with practice, with mindfulness and developing intuition and psychic ability. And when we start really young at age three, we're also learning how to control our bodies. Children learn how to control their bodies. Learning how to control your body is a sign of emotion, a sign of highly developed, not just develop, control your body, it's really how to have self-control. Learning self-control is a sign of high emotional intelligence. And we can teach this to children. These are teachable skills. So, example, taking a three-year-old and having them close their eyes and sit still and quiet for 30 seconds, this is a beginning. Have them focus on something. This is a beginning. And so it just gets really exciting. The more we do, the more exciting it gets. Oh, I know. And so you must see so many. I have so many people logging into my chat, so I'm trying to multitask. Um, a lot of people are just saying love to hear stories about children and and personal stories about their gifts. So you must, as you work with them, they must just be so excited to share their experience, right? Their, okay. The experience that they're having, right? I mean, no, we're like jumping all over because everyone's like, hi, hello. You know, we're all right, immediate right, right. here. Okay. <laughs> let's, get to, let's get to the stories. Or let's cut the chase. Let's get right to the stories, okay? Um, okay, what we're going to do later on, and you're going to tell me because you're going to tell me when we do this, I'm going to walk you adults and children if they're on the phone. I'm going to request that you go to my website, which is www.psi-kids.com which is scikids.com. And there's a space that says Remote View Weekly, and there, if you click on that, you're going to see a treasure chest. And when I do my workshops, also just by the way, I'm going to be guiding you through a visualization so that you are going to take your consciousness into that treasure chest, and you're going to see what is in there. And then the target will be revealed at about 12.15 Pacific time, which will be 3.15 Eastern time. And you'll see how great you are at this and how easy it was for you to do this after we – but that's part two. So let me tell you about what happens with the kids. So now I, when I'm doing the workshop with the children, I physically take the, the, the box, the treasure chest with me. I usually start with planting the seeds. One way that I do that is to read them my story, Annabelle and the Domino, which is inspired by a true story of a girl that – um, has performed telekinesis. So now the kids are excited. They know that they can do this. And so they'll put on their blinders. They'll sit in crisscross applesauce. Um, and then they will listen to my guided meditation and they'll go into the box. And then, of course, they come out and they either draw. So um, one of these, there were a couple of things that really, I've got so many stories that I can tell them for hours. But one story that really was so wonderful for me, one of the objects, I usually put three objects. For today, I'm only going to have one in there. I usually put three objects in there. And one little boy who had never done any of this work before, he had no idea his mom just brought him along and he didn't even know what he was, <laughs> he didn't really know what was going on. And I found out later that he also has Asperger's, but I didn't know any of this before. So here he was, and he is closing his eyes, and he's paying attention, and he's looking into the treasure chest, and he draws a picture of a coin, a round circle. He wasn't a coin per se, but when you know, when you're familiar with remote viewing, when you there's a coin in the treasure chest, and a child or an adult draws a circle, that's a hit, okay? Mm -hmm. And so here he was drawing a 
uh, circle, and on the circle he put a treasure chest. And then when we it came time to reveal the items in the box, there was a gold coin, and there on the gold coin was the treasure chest. Wow. So not only, yeah, and so now here he was. What a sense of accomplishment his mom shared with me after. He was so excited. He wanted to do this again and again. And so we did it three times, and, you know, each time he had a quote-unquote uh, hit. And if you go to the website, you can also see some of, just there's an example of what some of the hits look like or one that the kids have. Um, and they, we will be posting more as as we go on. And one of the things then, so he was really excited. And then there was another incident where I had was working with two children. One had autism and one had Asperger's again. And when I'm working with kids, the their their um, their I don't know what to call it. Okay, their conditions do not interfere in any sort of way. As a matter of fact, they're just so remarkably open, and they are so able and capable to do this, and so excited to share afterwards. Um, just recently, again, we had three objects in the treasure chest, and there was, again, this is a little boy who has never had any experience whatsoever, went through the same thing, meditation, the, whole, you know, the way that I do my program. And then he came out saying to me, I came in here thinking I was powerless, and now mm. I realized I'm powerful and he was nine years old. Now, he had a hit, okay? He drew, there was a picture of a sunflower there in the box. It was just an image of a sunflower. And he drew a round circle filled with brown little dots. And so when we opened up the treasure chest, there was the inside of the sunflower seed with all the brown little dots. And he was so excited. He didn't know what to do with this excitement. He said, oh, my, you know, like... Wow, I did that. I saw that. How did I do that? And then we had to explain to him how how that was possible because he had no clue. He had no idea that this was possible. So now what we've noticed across the and I can just continue to go on and on because we take it to another level in the in the ID program when that's the introduction. But when I start working with children in more depth, we start to go into telepathy. We start going into numbers and colors and images, and then we go into remote view and remote view is also when you start drawing scenes where you can see things on different parts of the planet where you're tapping into different areas of the planet. You're tapping into something in the collective consciousness. It's very specific. Um, I have had children who have been able to do, and this is very, very rare, okay, very rare, but yet it's doable, children that have done telekinesis and um, not spoon bending, but actually moving a domino. And like I said, this is very rare. It takes, it takes time, it takes practice, and it also takes incredible belief that this is possible because most kids, you know, unfortunately, eh, that's not possible, and, um, you know, that's what we're working with. Once the kids see that they can do this and that they can do this immediately, then it becomes possible. So it's really, again, changing the conversation, changing the belief, changing the expectancy. And with those changes, that is when the magic and these miracles really start to happen. And this is, anyone can do this, anyone, as you're going to see, because we're going to be doing it in a few minutes. <laughs> so cool. I, I have to just, I just want to back up, because I know there's some listeners out there that are saying, what's remote viewing? Now, I know what it is, you know what it is, and I know we've touched upon it. Um, and I've I've done it, which I love. Um, can you can you just maybe speak to that just a mm-hmm. little bit, so they're not 
so most people, okay. you know, I think most people know, but just I know it was used. A lot of people heard that it has been used in the armed forces or in serve, you yes. know, the government, things like that. Okay, so I'm just going to share a little bit about that. Um, remote viewing is using our psychic abilities. The term was coined by a man named Ingo Swan, fascinating man, and he was then um, hired by Russell Targ and Harold Putoff through SRI, Stanford Research Institute. And the government, this is a, it turned out to be a CIA government project. It's known as the Stargate. It had other names. This is back in the 70s. There's a parody of Men Who Stare at Goats. And I'm actually a member of the International Remote Viewers Association and have the honor of meeting Harold and Russell and being presenting at the IRVA conference. And so what remote viewing is, is the ability to take your mind um, and then see a target. Okay, so for example, the gov- you know, the SRI project used coordinates, meaning using numbers. I use the treasure chest. So you take a target, a specific target, and then a number, a something, or you put somebody in a space and you say, okay, I want you to go look and go see. And then by going into the alpha state or going into the, the theta state, the brain waves, we lower our brain waves in such a frequency that with, train, with training we are able to take our mind and take our consciousness to a specific place on the planet, in the galaxy, in the universe, and we can see and then what happens is the trained remote viewers, people who are trained in this, can see from far away and their hands start to take your hand and you start to draw images and you start to draw what you see. And you don't try to go into your head to figure it out. Like if you see something round, the big the um, the concept is not to say, oh, that's round, it must be a, and then you put a noun to it, you know, name of a person, place, or thing. So when you do not give nouns, when you do not name what it is that you think you're seeing, but just allow the shapes to come through, uh, it is incredible at what the mind can then perceive. So during this remote viewing, um, this was used during the, they were able to find out where all the nukes were buried. They're able to find out where the, where there are big um, military bases in the world and it's just incredible people have used it nowadays to find missing children human trafficking um you know again murder cases solving cases missing bodies so it is used in multiple venues and we can use this ourselves and children can learn how to use this and do this controlled remote viewing is a little bit more uh, challenging because you have to learn the um, component of drawing at the same time and you have to learn how to train your brain but this is where you can go with this this is what remote viewing is and so what I do is pretty much a beginner step so that I'm teaching children and their parents hey you know what you can all do this but, you know, how deep do you want to go? It's like we can all learn how to play piano. How great a pian- pianist do you want to become? Mm-hmm. Right. So, and so remote viewing, yeah, just one more thing. It's not So remote viewing is able to be to see things that are not blocked by distance or time. It is using clairvoyance and psychic to the ultimate. Mm. Nice. Very nice. I know. I, I remember the first time I ever used it was years ago. We... Uh, it was in a psycho development class, and it was just the coolest thing. I, I mean, I, it really is. It's all. I mean, I love this, and it's like you said. You know, do you want to start out 
you know, doing the scales on the piano or you work towards, you know, a concerto, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's a very, very cool thing. So it's it's very enticing and exciting, and I love that you've been called it a treasure chest. Um, mm. Very cool. Really cool. Uh, I guess, where do you want to, so I, I know there are well, people who have do, questions, but let's. Yeah, let's, why don't we take yeah. some questions before I before I put us all on the treasure hunt, or, you know, or do we want the questions? Let's do the questions so that people can okay. clear their beta brains, okay, and they can get rid of all of the stuff that right. may prevent <laughs> them from from looking in the box. Exactly. Okay, so listeners, I have a whole bunch of you on my switchboard. If you are interested for a question, you do need to hit the number one on your keypad on your phone, and then I will know that you are waiting in queue to be picked up. And I do have somebody waiting patiently. It looks like it's coming in as a Skype number, so the last four digits is 0130. So you're on the air. Hello? 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 Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Tina. Hi, Ellie. Um, I was listening to your show. It was very interesting. Yes, thanks for sharing um, all the information and knowledge which which you have shared so far. Um, I wanted to ask specifically about me. Um, do you see uh, how, how how do you see my intuitive abilities or potential of of my intuitive abilities um, are? And uh, specifically for me, how do you what do you think is the best way to develop it? Okay, so um, do you mind just sharing your first? Do you mind? No, I guess that's sort of. No, do we share our names on this one? Um, My name is Deep, Deep as in Water. Okay, all right. So here's one of the things I'm getting. I'm getting the. Okay, so what when I'm picking up over here, what's being shown to me is that you are. Look, you you know already that you are highly highly intuitive, and I'm getting that what's being shown to me is that you're already on the right path. You just, if you continue on with a mentor or you continue meditation, you continue doing what you're doing. Um, I'm also getting that you're very learned. Okay, that you have had that you are very knowledgeable, especially in the realm. Of of you know books and I'm getting that that entire world is very familiar to you okay and that you're extremely knowledgeable so you've got all of the the education here and so now it's just putting it to practical use I'm getting that you could really do this you've also had experiences with people that have been on the other side is that correct yes that's correct Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm getting that information is being shown to me that you have access to reaching other people. So you could reach, you can, you know, if you want to, if you want to, these are all options. You could either can, you know, do the medium work where you start to, you know, well, you know what medium work is, and to channel and to communicate with people on the other side. I'm seeing that as potential possibility for you also, and I'm getting that you really do. You just need, you just need. Are you practicing this? Because I'm getting you really good at it. <laughs> so like, you can. <laughs> So you could do this, and you're doing no. it. I'm getting that you're doing this. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mhm. No, unfortunately, I'm not doing anything. That's I know I'm. I will be good at it, but I don't know how to get started. 
Okay. So the the best way to get started would be to find some kind of, I'm going to call it a modality. So you may use some, let's say some people like to use tarot cards, pendulums, whatever it is that may give you some kind of security so that you can just, sometimes it's a little challenging just to go cold turkey, meaning just go jump right into it. You may be interested in looking up um, some of the books by um, Lynn Buchanan, How to Remote View, The Sixth Sense. This is a more academic approach to it as opposed to going into the spiritual realm only you know again you could either pick up tarot cards and start to develop or you could pick up a book like I said like Lynn, Bu- Lynn Buchanan's book the, the Sixth Sense anything by Ingo Swan these are these are books that will help you get started and that's a more structured engineering approach okay as opposed to the spiritual yoga approach or that the spiritual approach okay because they're a different way we're doing the same thing but there are different modalities for accessing it okay so i'm just going to say i'm getting that you could actually do both but i'm seeing you as really being able to tap in through meditation and and the spiritual realm Right. Is that the easiest way for me, the best way for me to go forward? Probably, yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, that's what's being shown to me. Tina, do you have any, are you getting any anything for him? Yeah, I also have, there's a lot, you know, There, there's a father figure around you. Do you have, I keep, There's. is your father present or someone that was very close was to you right. as your father has passed on, is deceased? Yes, one of my um, distant uncles, yes. Yeah, very uh, close bit, to you? Yes, he is, he was very close to me in terms of um, not relation blood relation wise, but otherwise yes. Is he a bit short? Uh, well, he's showing me in like a robe, Captain. like some kind of robe. Yes, so yes, I don't know. yes, that's yes, yeah. yes, yes. You mm-hmm. see that, Ellie? Like yeah. Yes, yogi. That's what I was thinking of. Someone who you know who studied um, maybe Yogananda, you know, something. Uh, someone who studied yogi, uh, yoga, or someone who's very familiar with practices of the yogis. But he seems to be around you, and I and I and I think as he's coming through, as we're speaking, it's to kind of give you the guidance and giving the support you have. That's all that's within you. Um, but you know, I, I do see him around you, and as you're speaking, he's just very clear, and he's kind of in the background. But I see him over. Let me see now. Yeah, so it would be your right shoulder. So he's right around your right shoulder, your right side, like right there. Um, but, yeah, I do feel like you have this, uh, and I do feel that it's just the confidence, to build the confidence. Where, do you, where are you calling from? I am. I live in the United Kingdom. Right now I'm in Edinburgh. In? Say Ed- it again? Edinburgh. Edinburgh in Scotland. Mm, nice. Scotland. In Scotland. Okay. Okay. So you have a lot, you know, we, like Ellie said, I would use the resources that she said and you know, go the the route of books and also spiritual and meditation. You know, like for myself, even though I had as a child and then as I moved through it was the yoga and Reiki. So like Ellie's saying, there's different ways to open up the modality. Yeah, does that I help do a little do, bit? Uh, yes, it does. I did okay. use the pendulum that I used to get wrong answers most of the time. Then I stopped using it. I have uh, tarot cards. Um, and I'll pick them up again. And I do. I used to do Reiki and yoga as well. So it's it's getting it's, it's to get started with the same things again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I'm I would personally, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm personally, this is just a personal thing, you know. I'm personally not um, a fan of the pendulum. I know, don't, and pendulum users, do not shoot me. Because <laughs> it takes a lot of practice for people yeah. to really get to know the, the, you know, like what is the pendulum saying, okay? Yes, no, yes, no. So you may you may benefit more from actually doing something a little bit more co- like real concrete, hardcore, you know, grounded kind of work, which, of course, if you want to, there's always, there's the, there's the, Silva Mind System, which is learning how to get yourself into alpha. That's something very concrete. So this is a real good way of getting grounded so that you're not out in airy fairyland to start, but you're in this really grounded space. Uh, So again, that's something to look at. And um, again, looking at tarot cards would be another possibility and learning how to work with them and interpret them. I'm getting, though, you may be very very much uh, benefited by doing something that is very grounding, though, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we hope right. it, it helped that you welcome. I hope that helped you a little bit. It did help. Thank you for listening and yes, calling it did. in. Thank you. Can I ask one another quick question? Can I ask um, one another quick question? Um, sure. If you can make I it mean, quick, sure. Quick. We just have I'll a lot it, of callers. Quick, so. Okay. <laughs> Yes, sorry, very quickly. Um, it's not about spirituality. So I started a new project um, in Scotland a couple of weeks back. Um, I got a, uh, a negative feedback from a client to say that I'm not pushing things forward, uh, and it came, and it went to my my, my boss. Uh, so how do you think? Although I'm trying my best and I'm, I think I'm doing well, I'm picking up things well. How do you think uh, my work going over a period of next few weeks or a couple of months in the in this project? Oh, okay. Um, so I just got a little thrown. I didn't. I, for, I remember just now that we are opening up for for mini readings. Okay, I just remembered. Okay, so what I want to say to you is continue working on this. Just continue going and take those fears that that I'm seeing. I'm seeing. I'm being shown that there are these fears now. This invalidating the self, thinking I'm not good enough. Okay, so take all of that. Put that monkey chatter on the side and just get right back down to work. Okay, I'm seeing that there's going to be a contract that's going to get signed. The project is going to come to fruition. It is going to get worked out. You are going to be able to do it. Really importantly, take your chatter, that monkey mind, put that somewhere, bury it, get rid of it, send it to the universe, and then get back to work and stop thinking. Thank you. Thanks a lot. You're You're welcome. Thank you for calling in. Have a great day. Bye now. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay, everybody. So I see everybody out there. Again, if you would like a question regarding intuition and psychic children, psychic kids, development, if you can hit number one. So hit one on your keypad, because I do see a lot of people out there. I just cannot pick you up without you hitting one. Okay, so last four digits, 0951. You're on the air? Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. Hey, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm Mary. Nice to meet you. Hi, Mary. Hi. Um, I was studying some mediumship. I'm always studying intuition. Um, but then um, I have very awful reflux, and um, my energy isn't very low. And my natural tendency is to want to have lots of energy and do lots of things, and I'm I'm not able to do those things. So I'm learning about, like, acceptance and, and um, paying more attention, I guess, to things around me. But um, 
I guess what I'm wondering is, well, I was wondering about a spirit attachment also, or um, um, I don't know if you can help with that <laughs> or whatever, uh, whatever may be causing the illness kind of thing or why it's here. So okay. you have your experiencing illness right now? I just want to be clear. Are yeah, you experiencing? Um, yeah, about three years ago I had to move back in with my parents because I had trouble breathing, and um, uh, what the latest that we found is I have awful reflux. And okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't yeah. have a doctor really either, so. But I'm okay as long as I'm with my parents. I, there's a lot I'm not able to do, and I know I need to make a plan for something better. <laughs> Right. Okay, Mary, um, I'm just going to share with you this, the information, there's so much information coming and I just, uh, this is not a cop out over here, but I do know that we have very limited time mm -hmm. and this is also the information that's coming through for me is extremely, extremely personal for you and I'm not really, I'm being guided not to go into detail on any of this right now. There is lots that you can do. Um, there's many, many different Things. One of the things that you, I'm being shown is for you to start looking at the mind-body connection. You know, if you get yourself any Louise Hay book, if that's a good beginning for you, really important place to start would be to learn about the mind-body connection because way too much in information is being given here. This would fill like the hour plus if I were to even mm -hmm. start. So what I'm going to say to you is just pick up a book, any book, any YouTube video, Louise Hay, L-O-U-I-S-E-H-A-Y, Start there. Learn about the mind-body connection. It will be your first step. Alrighty. Okay. 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 Well, Is there any way I could contact you another way or? Uh, sure. If, if we am I allowed to do that? Because you could sure. look up Psy Kids. Yeah, mm -hmm. Psy Kids. P S I K I D S. PsyKids dot com. And there's a contact sheet. And drop me an email, and I'll get back to you. Thank you so much. Thank okay, you. thank you, Mary. You're welcome. You well. Bye bye. Thank you. Okay, Ellie. I think we're going to go to the remote viewing because we're going to run out of time. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Don't right. worry. Okay. All right. I'm speaking okay. your mind. We're speaking each Okay. Other. <laughs> so if everybody wants to remote view with us so that you can get the target and you can see, like, wow, I did this, I did this, please go to www. PSI-KIDS.com. And once you're on there, you're going to see Remote View Weekly. You're going to pull up the treasure chest, get that treasure chest up there, and then I am going to begin to guide you right now through a very short little visualization. And so if you give me just one second to just pro program you all, what I'd like you to do is not – well, you're going to start to get an image. I'm going to guide you through this. You're going to get an image. You're going to get many images. Please write down the shapes or draw the shapes so that you are not – going to um, invalidate yourself and say, wow, that's not it, that can't be it, blah, blah, you know, that, that can't be it. It could be anything, okay? So just remember that. All right, here we go. I'd like you to close your eyes if you can and take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Okay, I'd like you to relax your scalp, relax your forehead, Relax your eyes, your face, and your throat. 
Relax your shoulders and your chest, both internally and externally. Relax your abdominal area, your thighs. Relax your knees. Relax your feet. You are now at a deeper level of mind, deeper than before. You're now going to be programmed for effective sensory projection. You will now take your faculties and project them to any place on this planet, any place in the solar system, any place in the galaxy, any place in the universe. You will take your consciousness now and you will take your energy and go up your spine. See your energy as white light going up your spine. Take it to the top of your head and visualize a golden ball. It can be the size of a golf ball or a baseball. It's a golden ball. I'd like you to take your golden ball and project it over your computer screen and hover over the treasure chest. I'd like to take your consciousness now and look into the treasure chest. See any shapes, colors, sizes, anything that hits you. Take a few seconds and look into the treasure chest. Please note any and all impressions that you have and get ready to record them. I'm now going to count from five to one. And when I reach the number five, you will open your eyes, feel wide awake, in perfect health, feeling better than before. Five, coming out. Four, coming out. Three, coming out, feeling better than before. Two, one, wide awake, feeling good feeling wide awake and better than before and ready to write down what it is that you have seen in the treasure chest. Tina? Yep, I'm here. Okay. All right. Uh, not sure how much more time anybody needs, but that's. Um, I, I want to just share with people as they're getting their images and writing them down and putting down their pictures that the target will be revealed on this website at 12.15. That's 3.15 p.m. today. And everyone is welcome to participate with us in future remote views. Just sign up. You can sign up for our newsletter. You can sign up for our uh, remote view 
you know, just come in and practice and be a part of our tribe. You can join us on Facebook at SciKids, the Facebook group. You can join us there. And also, I just, if you know, I want to just put out there, the book is going to be available soon. We are hoping that everything will be done and complete by the end of August, and it will be on the SciKids.com website available. The book is Teaching Children. It's called Children Who Know How to Know, and this is all about teaching intuitive development, how to teach your child to access, develop, and trust their intuition, and it takes it a little bit further than what we've been doing here. Okay, so it takes it to another realm, and it's a really going to, it's a really, I've been working on this for many, many years, and there's a manual that's going to come with it and program, and so really excited to get this work out there, and uh, if anybody is interested in a Attending any of the workshops, we will be on the East Coast, on the West Coast, and anywhere that people send me an email and say, "Hey, I got a bunch of kids. Can you come do a workshop?" and we will work things out. Fantastic, fantastic! And I would love to have you on later on once the book comes out, and um, hopefully we've spoken about. I would love to see you at in Roslyn or in practice in New York or wherever you are. Um, I'm so working I will, to get there. <laughs> yep, and I'm going to keep the listeners open to that and all that's going on. So I just have a question as we, you know, we have a couple minutes. When mm-hmm. they, what about, we'll just kind of touch on this because I know we could talk a lot longer, but so they go to the, say they go to the, um, you know, they, they've done the remote viewing exercise and they look in the treasure chest and they really feel like, oh, uh, you know, nothing was a match. What would you, what would you say to that? Right, just because sometimes mm-hmm. we'll get that failure, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not good enough, not good or enough. I can't mm-hmm. do this. That's right, and that was today, and there's a lot of things that can be going on, and that was just today. So you didn't start walking day one, and so you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again. Right. Now, it's been my experience that um, that when we do this, um, I've had two experiences with kids that I've done it remotely. Here's another story. Had um, had a hummingbird. Okay, the image was that of a hummingbird, and this was a remote view. And they actually saw this, and they were, uh, I would say, a good two thousand miles away from where I was. Okay, it was done over the phone. So you know, and there were times where the adults and uh, we don't get it. We don't have a hit, and it's not unusual. For the most part, there may be something, if you're not judging yourself and you do look carefully at your picture and then you look at the remote view, there may be something. Perhaps you've gotten the shape. Maybe you got a couple of the colors. You know, just um, on the last remote view, we had some somebody send in that they saw something like a starfish. And, you know, if you look at the frog's three fingers, I mean, it's it's kind of it's close, you know. <laughs> it's like... Given the fact that there are thousands of objects that it could be, all right, right, and I also, I also, you know, also teaching intuition and working with intuition is sometimes in the non-hits, you know, in the ones that we didn't, you know, it's like looking for the other things, like you said, like the number three, or there's other, there are things that, you know, learning even if you feel it's a non-hit, there's always something there that will encourage you to keep trying and keep working, and there's, you know, it's like, it's like I always say. If you're driving down the road and someone says in something in your mind, your intuition says, oh, I'm going to take Northern Boulevard and not, you know, Northern State Parkway, which you know what that is. Mm-hmm. And you say, no, no, I'm going to do the other one, the one that I should have done. And then you have the you have the backup and you have the traffic. 
sometimes right. in that wrong, in that whatever, not taking that first instinct, that first hit, you actually learn to next time trust again. So it's like Absolutely. you keep building that muscle. Yeah. So I'm going to share really quickly if I have the moment. Something like that happened to me over at the um, at the conference. We were doing remote views, and you know I'm 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 not trying to brag here, but you know I'm pretty good at this. And so, but I didn't. I got I got three things coming at me at once, and it wasn't really the target. Only what happened was the next presenter put up their target, and I had two of the. It was so I had all three hits. I was already in the future. I was doing a future remote viewing. So that's how that's how wild this stuff is, okay? So I know I did not see that target. I saw the future. Now, I know that working with children on this, sometimes we do, um, we play games with numbers, and it's kind of like a roulette wheel where we spin and the numbers come, and we are able to see numbers, not the next one, but we see them two numbers out, okay? And so there is, and in, that's a whole other conversation about remote viewing in into the future like that. So don't be surprised if you do get a different target, if you get a different hit and you see something else, that somewhere along the line during your path today, during your day, that object that you saw is going to be there for you in some some shape, some way, some significance. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. So everybody can, you know, really start to find that confidence and find that trust in that. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, we're a couple minutes in, so I just want to thank thank you for being here. And uh, I know we're we're going to continue our relationship because it's just started. I just want to share with the listeners that there is no coincidences, guys, because um, you know the way Ellie and I met. Uh, we haven't met in person yet. That's soon to be. Um, but it's it's so interesting because there really are no coincidences. I was at practice, which all of you know. I'm there in Roslyn, New York. And my my coworker Heather said, "Can you can you call Ellie Molina back and so forth and so on?" And I we just started chatting away, and I believe the day we spoke, we we just hit it off. And I said, "I would love to have you on my show." And I think you said something to the fact, "Oh, I heard I should go on the radio at some point or something like mm-hmm. that." And mm-hmm. then blah 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 blah. Here we are, a couple months later, and so. Honestly, the connections that are made, and there was even more with the connection, how uh, mm-hmm. you knew Heather, and it's always these things. So, you guys, without really knowing that I knew Heather, mm-hmm. exactly. Look for these miracles. Look for these, and they're not—they're not coincidences. You know, really open our eyes to all that's around us, and it's an exciting, exciting world. So, I'm so glad we had that talk that day. Very grateful. Oh. Absolutely, me too. And I'm so honored and thankful that you had me on your show today, Tina. I am so happy that I was able to share this work, and I hope that more people will become interested in learning about using this and teaching it to their children and developing it for themselves and their children. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for all that you do and all your passions, your inspiration, and for working with all of us and children to really get us to this this level that going to be full of support and trust and thank you for all that you do so (laughs) thank you tina thank you welcome so much well you have a fantastic day and we will meet again of course absolutely thank you and thank everybody right oh thank you tina okay bye Bye bye-bye have a great day bye-bye well thank you everybody for listening i just want to tell you a few things that are coming up on my show in the next couple of weeks throughout the summer Next Wednesday, the the 
20 seconds, I will have Lisa Ellis back on my show. Lisa Ellis is another blog talk radio host, Angels All Around Us. That will be readings only. So we get a lot, a lot of calls for readings. We will do our best to get to everybody. Um, we, we kind of go back and forth between readings and pulling cards. Lisa has developed angel oracle cards, guardianship cards. She'll be using those, and I will be on the other end helping out some messages and, and some guidance. And then on Friday, the 24th, just two days later, I will be a host on Lisa's show. And Lisa's from New Zealand, so we are, we're in a different time frame. But in New York, it will be 2 p.m. Eastern time on the 24th on her show, Angels All Around Us. The following Wednesday on my show, July 29th, I will be hosting Haley Foster at 2 p.m. And Haley is a local uh, woman in my area, entrepreneurial. She works with fostering women, fostering their ideas, their entrepreneurship and coaching to get you to the next level. And she will be on the 29th. And then we are into August. So stay tuned for more guests into August and more transformation, more healing, and opening up your intuitive abilities. Get into it. Stay with it. Stay connected. Namaste. They said you wouldn't make it so far And ever since they said it, it's been hard But never mind the night you had to cry Cause you had never let it go inside You worked too hard and you know exactly what you want 